When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Are you ready? Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Oh my God, would you people shut up and play some music? Every time I go to your channel, it's nothing but you guys talking about stupid stuff that nobody cares about. Dave and Mahoney. Quit being so full of yourselves and play the music. Radio is for music. We turn on our radio and want to listen to music, not listen to dumbasses. <laughs> Bye now. All right. now. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? So Audrey is the show's leading expert when it comes to pre-workout supplements. Uh, She, uh, was it Bang Energy Drink? Is that what it was? Bang is what, are you talking about what made me puke everywhere? Yeah, when you violently vomited everywhere. Yes, I had drank a whole bang and then proceeded to do a HIIT workout class. Whoops. I mean, yeah, it happens. But I'm also cute. I mean, if you are introducing yourself to the first workout of, you know, many months of being off, and then you go in with pre-workout, I puke every time. That's not, this is not an uncommon occurrence for me. A lot of people have wondered, like, what exactly is pre-workout, and why does it make me feel like I'm on meth? Um, Mostly because you might be. Uh, There's a a big study that was just done recently that is basically warning, like, exercise enthusiasts that they should examine the supplements that they take because a lot of them are just totally mislabeled. Well, I mean, and this isn't a knock to Amazon because I love Amazon. I love you. But whenever you're buying things from Amazon, like supplements and, you know, pre-workout and, you know, BC or like the amino acids and things like that, those don't have to be approved by the FDA for you to be able to purchase them on Amazon. So they can put whatever they want. Yeah, they're dietary within. supplements. Exactly. Yep. And they just label it as dietary supplement and you have no clue what you're putting in your body because, again, it doesn't have to be FDA approved if you're purchasing it there. And that's one of the downfalls to convenience purchasing. So they're saying that the Im- implications could be serious, like a lot of sports energy supplements could lead to heart attacks and even possibly death. Oh, so scary. In this recent study, researchers reported that 89% of the dietary supplement labels did not accurately list the ingredients, and 12% actually included substances that are prohibited by the FDA. So, and I mean, there's all sorts of people that take this type of stuff, right? Sure. Amateur athletes using supplements. It's one of the biggest ingredients. Yeah, it's and, one of the biggest markets there is. Well, you I mean, know? if you even get on TikTok, and I'm not saying that this this one company does it, but you get on TikTok, and there's like this partnership that all of your favorite influencers are doing. Like you're watching them cook videos, and all of a sudden they're mixing in their greens, you know, mm-hmm. and as it's kind of like a subliminal type of marketing, which works, but. If you don't know anything about what supplements you're taking and what you're putting in your body and you're just been influenced, you know, it's just so easy. It's just I understand how easy it is just to not pay attention because you almost hope that somebody wouldn't be super feeding you something that's going to possibly give you, like you said, Dave, a heart attack. Well, it's it's a hot brand or whatever, and you see a bunch of people taking it. You're like, oh, this has got to be this safe. This has got to be safe, and, exactly. And, and not even just safe, good for you. Right. You know, and a lot of times it's just not. It's the color green, Dave. Yeah, it's it's got to be. It's got to be good for you. It's just in powder form for whatever reason. <laughs> uh, some, uh, some good news today as well. Audrey has been giving us crap for many years, Mahoney, about saving our iPhone and our iPad boxes. Uh-huh. And now it is paying off for somebody 
Uh, I mean, they also have the phone in there. Did they just not like open theirs <laughs> or something? Yeah, so it's one of these really rare first-generation iPhones from 2007. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's being auctioned off for $190,000. Did you see that somebody just put a uh, like a CD player, one of the first type, like I think it was like Panasonic CD player in a museum? Oh, really? So this iPhone probably could get sold to a museum, the first iPhone ever untouched. So they're saying that this is one of the holy grails of collectible iPhones. So the auction for the factory-sealed 4-gigabyte model iPhone Four gigs, by the way, ended with a high bid more than 400 times the device's wow. original yeah. price. And, I mean, you think about, you know, collector items, and, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's, you know, almost 20 years at this point, 15 years, but... Wild. It's not that long ago. No, <laughs> not, not 2007, even. I you was going to say, 2007, I was in high school. Right. Like, in the first iPhone, and I was still using my Crackberry, LOL, for anybody who ever remembers calling them those, the Blackberry. Yeah, oh yeah, I remember, I, I, I was, I did not want to move over to the iPhone, because I love my book. I was the I one who, I was the, I was the one who brought you over, Dave. Yeah, you were, you were one of the early adopters. I, 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 you know, I didn't get the very first iPhone, because mm-hmm. I wanted 3G, so I waited for the iPhone 3G yeah, to come out, but do you, do you guys remember what the price of the original iPhone was? No. no. $599. Dang, huh. it's actually, I mean, it's inflated quite a bit, but I mean, for triple the phone size, I mean, the iPhones were the size of probably like a Razor flip phone back yeah. in the day. They were pretty tiny in comparison to what we now have that's giving us freaking carpal tunnel, Mahoney. Yeah, our hands, <laughs> like, our hands are wrist hurt. to get to the normal size one. You I gotta go need, backwards. You don't I may need go the back. iPad size. IPhone. No, man. Don't. Well, they trick you because the only what's the only thing that they really are adjusting? Camera. The camera. And you to get the best camera, which obviously... Now my camera doesn't work at night Good looking people like Audrey and myself, we need that camera. I do. I need 4K. I need cinematic video footage yeah, of my face. you don't put filters on your faces anyhow. Don't matter. I'm trying to go backwards on that too. Good, good, good. Let's it's just. Social keep media has has tainted us. <laughs> you wouldn't understand it. <laughs> I guess not. I'm just not pretty. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So Mahoney, you had Jack Russell Terriers while you were growing up. There I was did. one in particular that you had a bit of a. I don't want to say it was a rivalry with, but it was a back and forth battle for me. He was years. a real son of a bitch, Dave. Mm-hmm. His name was Trigger. Yep. He used to wake me up all the time when I would just be asleep. He'd come in, just like bite me. And then you decided that you were going to get him back as he got to be an elderly dog yep. himself. Yeah, when he couldn't hear me sneaking up on him, I'd wake his ass up. He lost his his hearing, yep. and so you would startle him by waking him up yep. when it was he was a little an payback. old man. Payback, you son of a bitch. <laughs> What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah, you well. Play, you, 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 gotta, you gotta mess around, you gotta find out. Trigger. Gosh. Out of all of the, uh, why are you talking trash to your dead dog, He's man? He's dead, dude. <laughs> he was a good dog, man. He was, he was a good dog. He's a sweet, sweet old boy. Uh, but, but Jack Russells tend to be fairly mischievous dogs. Stupid and nonstop. That is how I would, they're, they're lovable, but they are the dumbest, most bullheaded dogs on the planet. Yeah. Well, there there is one particular Jack Russell who had to be rescued. Um, and they had to call in an entire mountain rescue team to the scene uh, because this moron <laughs> fell 196 feet off of a waterfall. Yep. And I, my guess is he was swimming the entire time until they saved him because they have uh, the, the world's greatest cardio. <laughs> uh, so this this rescue team that came in had 15 people. They set up a rope system to lower a single member down with a specialized animal rescue dog bag. Once they spotted him in one of the lower pools, but despite falling 196 feet down the waterfall, uh, he just had a slight limp. Yep. Whenever they got a him. limp, that was it. Dude, I mean, most people 
humans, if you fall from that, you're going to splat and then probably die. There's the dogs sw- just like, ouch. Swimming around in that pool. High like, ankle sprain. I can't believe they said 15 people, but I mean, I'm glad they saved this dog, but I mean, he probably could He probably would have eventually got out himself. Yeah, I mean, they, they said that, they, that he, the dog appeared to be very pleased to be reunited with his owner, and they actually posted a picture, and he just looks aight with it. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, nah. You know, well, he's like, hey, dummy, you let me fall off a 190-foot cliff. Put that dog in the Olympics. Also, like 196, yeah, like, what kind of dive did he have? It was a high was, dive. Was it a, was it a clean dive, a small splash? Get him another Jack Russell, and they could just probably start becoming performers. A little synchronized swim team yep. with Jack Russell Terriers. I, I spent so. one day in the Paris, summer. here we come. When I was, like, probably... 13 years old, playing with my dog outside, playing fetch with Trigger. Mm-hmm. I threw this ball from the porch because I had an elevated, you know, uh, elevated deck. I would throw this tennis ball to the edge of the uh, edge of the yard. It would hit the fence, which is, you know, uh, 50 meters down, 150 mm-hmm. feet. Dog would run all the way down, grab the ball, run back. I did this for four hours. He ran at full speed to the fence to get that ball for four hours straight. Never broke sweat. No, I could never do a dog like that. So I was waiting. Yeah, I'm like, when's he going to stop? Absolutely not. When's he going to stop? Absolutely not. I got tired before he did. You That's guys were arguably best friends, and yet you still terrorized him. Oh, he was. He loved that. No, he was no. having the best time of his That's life. Right. You guys had some of the best times of your life together, and then when he got old and lost his hearing, you terrorized Hey, man, it's only strong survive. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. So a guy called in recently and he was like, Hey, listen, just play the stinking music. I don't want to hear you talking. Just play the dang music. I forget that guy. I can listen to the same hundred songs anywhere, okay? I listen because I like y'all. Keep doing what you're doing. I love it. Anyway, later. Message hey, can deleted. you play that audio of that fine gentleman who he's referring to? So, for anybody who might have missed it, yeah. a lovely caller. Yeah, he, uh, he, this, this guy hates us for whatever reason. Um, but we love it. We kept it because it is so authentically funny. I have <laughs> like, never heard. Like the way he sounds no, and everything been, he's saying is comical. We've been doing this for 20 years. This is my favorite I hate you guys call <laughs> that we've, we've ever got. We've gotten a lot of I hate you guys yeah. calls over the years. But this guy. Oh, my God. Would you people shut up and play some music? Every time I go to your channel, it's nothing but you guys talking about stupid stuff that nobody cares about. Quit being so full of yourselves and play the music. Radio is for music. We turn on our radio and want to listen to music, not listen to dumbasses. Bye now. <laughs> but I mean, what's interesting? Yeah. What's kiss, interesting kiss. is that that gentleman uh, sounds old enough to remember the days of your and remember the days of where you got your news from the radio. So incorrect. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely incorrect. Also, brother, I've been doing this for twenty five years now. Um, I, I think that we have a pretty good balance. We try to at least, right? Uh, we play a lot of music, and we we love the music. Yeah, and then we t- try to talk. About things that are interesting and then stop talking when things are not interesting. Yeah. You keep calling us and hating on us. I find that fascinating. But I'll tell you this. Uh, I appreciate anybody who, uh, like the gentleman who called originally here, uh, calling in and uh, sharing with, with us. You know, we, we appreciate we, you. We love what we do, man. And we're it, it's, a, it's an honor to be here. Proud to be a part of this station and uh, the community. Absolutely. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. This is Trish. Just want to let you know that my husband is a great singer. 
and I'd love to submit some of his songs to you guys. Thanks, bye. Message deleted. Go for it. Um, but just be warned that if he's not great, you he might end up on Cover Your Ears. No, I think, get angry. I think she was saying that, Dave. That like, he's a great singer and that he should be on Cover Your Ears? I think she's looking to submit some of his stuff for Cover Your well, Ears. Well, but it's not all it, just bad exactly. stuff on Cover yeah. Your Ears. Like We have some genuinely good, very interesting covers that, that land on there. There just also happens to be some ones that are... Rather unfortunate. Chris Jackson at DaveMahoney.com. Uh, send it to our producer, Chris, and uh, he will uh, he will make the magic happen. Chris, New are you looking old? forward to uh, to sifting through all of those emails? I really am, actually. This is fun for me. Have you gotten any yet? <laughs> I've gotten one. Oh, okay. okay. All right, well, one, one so far. <laughs> uh, yeah, one. look at us go. Please leave a message Hey, everyone. Did any of you get any sort of title in high school? Like, were any of you class clown or most likely to succeed or anything like that? Message deleted. senior superlatives? Mm-hmm. Now, honey, I know that you got a couple. I have two, and I'm still, uh, I'm tw- I graduated in the year 2000, and I'm still bitter about some of these 23 years later. Uh, and speaking of being bitter, I was voted most bitter. Oh, that's so on <laughs> Then it's totally on brand. What yeah, are you talking about? That, they nailed it. But they... They, they gave me most bitter. How are you the most bitter when you're in high school? Nothing you're bad ever happened to you. I, I was the tallest person, a call, tallest guy in my class, mm-hmm. and they did not give it to me. Like, I, why is this voted <laughs> upon and not measured upon? <laughs> it's the dumbest thing ever. Wait, I that is the stupidest superlative. I won't, That's tallest. the one I wanted. I got most bitter and most dramatic. Oh, those are both 100% perfect. Yeah, they, absolutely perfect. They, did they do superlatives in your class? You had 68 kids. So, not really because there are so few kids um, but there there was some awards that were given out on um, the high level sports team that I was a part of okay Dave what was that uh, high level track sports team, cross, team cross country oh, okay. nice <laughs> sick hey track is tough cross country is hard man it is yeah and it's so stupid. Uh, you just run, and then you hate that's it, like and the then best, you stop. That's, that's the first it. sport of, like, all time. That's yeah. literally, like, people were chasing buffalo back in the day. Just see how fast you could. I did get an award for, uh, for for my cross-country team. Hardest worker. Oh, you... That means you weren't that good. No. That's I, what I they give. I, I got a scholarship, sir. I went to college how many on other, scholarship. How many other kids? None. Nobody else? From in, my school? Yeah. None. There's only Zero. 68. I mean, the fact that there was no one else... One out of Were 68? you the only person on your cross-country team? <laughs> I was. Dave and Mahoney, Dave and Mahoney. Dave, Dave and Mahoney. Audrey is going through this wonderful thing right now, which all of us have been through, where you signed up for a gym membership because you wanted to be healthy, and um, now you've decided you want to cancel that gym membership, and you have since moved from near that gym, and uh, you've got a huge problem on your hands because they are making it Damn near impossible to cancel the membership. Well, what I don't understand about gyms is if it is a national gym and I signed up at that gym, why can I not go to anyone else, anywhere else in the country to cancel that membership? Because it's a scam. It is a scam. It's It's absolutely predatory. And, you know, the reason why I have such a hard time with this is because they call it your home-based gym. So whichever one you sign up for is considered the home-based gym, right? And that's the one you usually have to go back to in order to cancel it. And some gyms allow you to cancel over the phone, but you have to go through this crazy automated system. And then some gyms don't even allow you to do that. You have to go back to that gym. So if you've already moved and you didn't realize, oh, well, I have, you know, say it's 
I don't. I, I won't even say any names, but it, just say that you know we know the five gyms that exist mm-hmm. pretty much anywhere in the country. There is one where you have to go back to that specific one to cancel, or you have to keep it in per- perpetuity. Let me let me say this. My my stance on this, and one of the reasons why I don't go to a lot of gyms, Dave. This makes sense. Okay, so this, this, is, this it's is, a, is it's a principle thing. It's, a it's principle not a lazy thing. thing. Got it. If I can sign up for your product online, but I can't cancel your product online, your business is a scam. It's it's absolutely predatory, and I hate it. And you know there are some places, even uh, you know now what they're doing is again saying you're going to one of these like boutique gyms, and what I mean by that is they're they're franchise owned. So if you go to a lot of these gyms, you're paying a premium membership and only getting to use that one, even though they're national, you have them everywhere. So, you know, I'm really kind of falling out of love for a lot of these, a lot of these places. And it makes me want to go smaller and make, it really does. A hundred percent on that. But also another fun fact about a lot of these larger gyms that exist out there. If you, so if, even if you were to like, just close that credit card, that you were uh, you signed up with that gym for? Right. They will send you to collections, even if you're not using it. They will send you to collections, even if you close the card to get out of that. Wow. Like how? Because st- how- if you moved and you can't get back. Yes. I mean, because you know, I've had I actually had a friend of mine recently who just moved from it was like Texas to New England, and she was like, "Oh, well, we thought that this gym we would just be able to close it and cancel it. No, nope, we would have to fly back to Texas in order to cancel our gym membership. It's just disgusting. I I don't know. It just it made me feel some type of way, Dave. And I think that that should make you adopt Mahoney's position of gyms are evil. Let's not go to the gym anymore. Never going to yep. the gym again. Yep. Anti-gym. Just, just relax. Everyone chill out. Now, I'm with you. I mean, there's there's so many businesses out there that do that. And Mahoney, you actually uh, had a good point about like subscribing for things online yep. and doing it through Apple because Apple's the only one that makes it really easy, Super easy to cancel anything that you sign up with through them. It's just literally go in there and you can tap anything that you're not using anymore. And that's worth it because sitting here and jumping through all of these hoops for you to stop auto-drafting money out of my account every month if I'm not using your product. Well, that's what they bank on. Yeah, and, I know. And, you know, one of the things that I've learned, because I've gone to all sorts of gyms. I've gone to the cycling gyms. I've gone to the hit class gyms. I've gone to the body training, like the fitness influencer style gyms, to the megacorp gyms. And the ones that really are truly the most predatory are the ones that bank on you spending a little bit of money each month in hopes that you'll never go. Yep. Because then once they lock you in, oh, it's just $26 a month. You don't even notice that you haven't even canceled. Too and much then of a pain in the butt to even think about it right now. I'll cancel it later. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And then once you go in there, they're like, are you sure? And then guilt you into continuing Then to they stay. make you sit through. Yes. It's like going to a damn uh, timeshare presentation. Yep. And you got to uh, sit there. Yeah, that's a really good way it's of like, putting God. it. God. Man, I hate you people so much. so much. Sorry, this is just a venting session here, but it really bothered me. No, but you, yeah. these are things that you should know about before you sign up, too, mm-hmm. though. There's a lot of things, and or before you cancel. Also, you know, I think you've saved somebody a lot of, lot of headache in the future, Dave. I hope so. Or Audrey, because they'll never forget. This is Dave and Mahoney. It does seem like it happens more often now, and maybe it's just because we're also seeing it happen online with people recording it and putting it on social media, and so you're exposed to more of it, but... Road rage does not seem like it's getting better, does it? No, it's getting worse, Dave. It People worse? are crazy. People, yeah. it's it's uh, it's a real problem. Do you worry that somebody is going to out crazy you? Because for many years, Mahoney, you were the, you were the crazy one. Yeah, I think people are more armed now than ever. So I'm uh, I'm I try to I try to roll maintain my my road rage. I don't 
necessarily feel the need to beat somebody with a fence post that's in my trunk like I used to when I was a, a younger man. Do you flip people off? Uh, only when they are real egregious and they don't look like they have a gun. So do you do the thing where you actually like, well, roll down the window and give them the boop, or is that uh, reserved for special occasions? Special only? occasions, but mm-hmm. I actually, one of, what my wife does is throws up a peace sign. Really? Uh, I do a thumbs up. Yeah, th- thumbs up makes me more mad. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Um, one time, though, I did give somebody the thumbs up because they were being a total douche, and uh, then they proceeded to pull out in front of me and continually trying to like slam on their brakes all the while recording me out of the window. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is cool. Um, this is, uh, am I going to be in a fist fight? <laughs> well, this guy uh, got into a fist fight and then some. He took road rage a little bit too far. Good. Uh, this is a gentleman from Florida, and I use that term loosely. His name is Raymond. He reportedly parked his Chevy Tahoe in the middle of the street. And then was so angry for whatever reason, uh, started ramming into cars as they tried to go around him. So this guy just parks in the middle of the uh-huh. road, and as people are trying to go around him, starts hitting the vehicles. That's when you know like things are really bad. Like if you're just r- ramming everyone, yeah, it's not even like one specific. Yeah, person. you got direct rage at the person who's caused the rage, yeah. not random bystanders. Uh, that's when he decided, okay, I've had enough. No more ramming cars. I'm going to get out of my vehicle, which is always another really good decision, and I'm going to grab my tire iron and just start hitting cars as they were trying to pass. Even better. Mm -hmm. Right, yes. So now you're no longer in your vehicle. Now you're just hitting random vehicles. And there was... Some pictures of the damage that he did, and like he was smashing up windows of big hey, old you trucks. You smash and, out my window, and yeah. all you got is a tire iron. I'm running your ass over. So like, he, for real, like for real, for real. He he broke the driver's side window of a passing truck, and the tire iron got stuck. So people started calling nine one one, and that's when he pulled out his nail gun, what? and he started threatening people with a nail gun. Which doesn't that have to be hooked up? Yeah, to, like, don't air you need pressure? to be powered? Right? Like I don't think they have like battery-powered remote nail guns, right? So deputies arrive at this very chaotic scene, and they find him armed with a different crowbar. I mean, this guy had just a Did whole... Did he just have an entire tool chest with him? He was ready to go. Uh, that's when one of the deputies started moving towards him, and he said, you're going to have to kill me. And he threw the crowbar on the ground and then took off on foot. Um, they during the, the chase, dogs. during the chase, and this is the part that I just do not understand at all, because you're saying, like, how does this guy have access to all of this stuff? Sure. During the chase, he threw a chair and a barbecue grill at the deputies. Barbecue grill? Where did you get? This is probably a George Foreman. Uh, where did you? you probably said, in a backyard or something. But you took off running, and then you just stumbled upon a chair and this a barbecue like grill, and one you started of those chucking old, at people. Old school, extreme wrestling, no rules, no holds bar, like ECW wrestling matches, jumping off the roof of the house on a barbed wire fence. Yeah, baseball bat with barbed wire. You're gonna hit somebody with a trash can. This guy, I mean. <laughs> Absolute Please tell me chaos. they caught him. Yeah, they because he missed with Good. everything that he threw. And yeah, they caught him. But man, what a mess. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. Well, CBS is already out of ideas. They have decided that they are going to debut Yellowstone in the CBS fall lineup. And you're like, there's another season coming of Yellowstone? And they're going to debut? No, it's just going to start from the beginning of Yellowstone. They're just going to put it on CBS now. (laughs) They they have literally run out of ideas and probably money. Well, and and also, I'm sure, a precursor to the strike that's going on right now. Oh, yeah. You know, if there's a whole bunch of, like, things that are 
instantly stop because of the strike or uh, are not going to be developed, at least in the near future. They're, and that's that's kind of the downside, right? We've talked about us being in the golden age of television for a long time now. I mean, there's been so many great shows that have been out there, and now they just you know might evaporate, at least for the time being, which is unfortunate. But uh, Yellowstone will air Sundays at 9 o'clock. Uh, and it's going to start from season one. So, See, but okay. what I refuse to believe is that you just don't have any other options because I have the Paramount Plus app, which you have the ability to watch CBS shows through that app. And I think that that means that they're all tied in like a, they're they're tied within each other now, right? Like they're all kind of oh, CBS through the same pot, Viacom, right? all that, yeah. So, I, yeah, Viacom. So I refuse to believe that they just don't have shows. Like, you have so many shows, it's just you're trying to milk the one good one you've got. Yeah, I mean, Yellowstone <laughs> is great, and I mean, the fact they're putting it on CBS is not shocking. It's just shocking that, I mean, because the first season of Yellowstone, that's got to be ten like years, six, seven years ago. Yeah, maybe not like ten, but yeah, like yeah, six, long seven time. years Has ago. Has it really been that long? It's been, like, been right? a while, yeah. I mean, because we're pandemic. on season five now, right? Yeah. 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 And there was, a, there, was a, there, was a, there was a break because of the pandemic, all of that stuff. It just goes to show that sometimes you just, what, what, what's the saying? Sometimes you become an overnight celebrity in 10 years. Isn't that what it is? You work for all of this stuff for 10 years, and then all of a sudden everyone just grabs on to, you know, your fame. Well, I mean, I didn't even start hearing about Yellowstone until really like last year or the year before. Yeah, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. That's yeah. what it is. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's so 2018. 2018 is when the, uh, the it show first feels like first yesterday. Debuted. Everybody here 2018, five, 2019, five, I'm like, that was just yesterday. Yeah, it's wild at this point. Yep. Uh, so Guardians 3 is dropping on Disney Plus next month. If you have been waiting to watch that until it becomes available on streaming, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 uh, did $529 million worldwide, so pretty successful. Um, I didn't see it. Did you see it? I was waiting for it to come out on Disney Plus, so here we are. You know, it's crazy. A couple, a couple still, of weeks, actually, August 2nd. It's still in theaters right mm-hmm. now. Yep. Like, I mean, that's the kind of crazy thing. Like, the way that the movie schedule releases, which I don't hate. But it's also, I don't know if it is going to make me want to go see movies more now. Because if you think about how movies were released back in the day, you, they would come out on in the theaters. And they would be like six months, a year, until they came out on VHS or DVD or whatever platform it may be. And now, it's like three weeks later and they're already on streaming. Right. Yeah. Which can be good for the theaters. No, I mean... It, it, I, I guess people just consume media in different ways, so it's like when you think about it. But is it if I know it's going to be if I only have to wait a couple more weeks? And with as busy as like life gets as you get older, like I will almost kind of it, it's almost keeping me out of theaters, knowing that it's going to be there. Yeah, but I like that because like I, there's there's no part of me that would go see Guardians of the Galaxy in the theaters. Why? See, those are the see. I understand that for maybe like. A Adam Sandler rom-com movie. No knock to Adam Sandler. Obviously, he's amazing. But that's not something that would be the major action-packed motion picture that would push me to want to see that on that type of screen with that type of surround sound. Yeah, I just feel like like home viewing has gotten so much better. It used to be like you'd be watching it on this rinky-dink 45-inch screen. But now, like if you want to have like a home setup where you've got you like a theater-esque hey, theater type You got 45? I even got like a 22. 22? <laughs> it's black and white. What are you talking about? Is that your yeah, iPad? I got a tube, I got a tube TV. <laughs> uh, Sofia Vergara back on the market. 
Uh, her, her, and her very handsome husband Joe Manganiello uh, are getting divorced after seven years of marriage. So Dude, got- what is going on? All these celebrities who are getting, di- getting yeah. divorced. We were talking yesterday, Audrey, about Ariana Grande and her husband getting divorced after a certain amount of time. And we do have a theory. We do have a theory. Would you? Would we like to float no, that man, theory? No, it was yours. You go ahead. Well, I mean, you were the one who suggested that you would like to see Ariana Grande get back with Pete Davidson. I do. I think that sometimes just time apart is all you need. And but now that we've got uh, Sofia Vergara back in the mix, and so you've got to think that Pete Davidson is at least going to have a, a fling with her, right? Dave, I yeah. think uh, Ariana Grande is going to repeat. Oh, repeat. I get it. Do you see? Do you see yeah. what we did there? Yeah. Name, yeah. yeah, we were working on that all night. That's, <laughs> boy, way too we much We were in a writing room for hours. <laughs> <laughs> see, all the good writers are on strike. I'm going to strike. Okay. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Mary is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears. Hi, Mary. How are you? Hi. Good, good. So I've got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these, and you're trying to figure out the original artist and song. A couple of them today, very popular. In fact, this first one has 275,000 views. A lot of views, Dave. Yep. If you need a, need a little bit of help on these, you have some lifelines. If necessary, here we go with the first one. Good luck to you. By the wind, by the night. My favorite song from this particular artist, and I don't know how I feel about it. I just know I didn't hate it. I like it. Yeah. Mary, do you know it or do you need some help? Uh, let's see. Is it Have You Ever Seen the Rain? Uh, CCR? That is right. Full point. You're on the board. Well done. Again, 275,000 views on that. So insight into that video, I actually sent it to Chris when I saw it. So it was kind of me cheating a little bit. But Uh this guy was just chilling in a lawn chair with his buddies who were just like playing the band beside him. And he just had a microphone. (laughs) Really? Yeah, man. Oh, that's great, man. It's like such a vibe. It's kind of like backyard karaoke. If if some dude just picked up a guitar and started doing that, I'd be like, I'm impressed. I'm here. here. I mean, he literally saying not a single word, but whatever. You don't have to. We knew what it was. The tune. Uh, this next one only has 380 views. Good luck. Almost too many harmonies going on, it felt like. Nah, man. I'm okay. here for it. I'm here for it. Mary, over to you. Do you know it? Uh, Breakfast in America, Super Tramp. All right. I am you glad are. you did not call on me. Dude, oh, that's one fantastic. of my dad's favorite. <laughs> because really? I would have yeah. said Gym Class Heroes. <laughs> Close. They I mean, did it's the same it. song. It's the same song. So here we go on to number three. And the reason why this one is unique, Mary, is because I don't know if we've ever had one on the show ever that has one view. 
We were the one view. Somebody uploaded this and didn't even watch it themselves. We no, we the- didn't even watch the whole thing to give them a full view, apparently. No, yeah. we watched it. We this got is it. Uh, brand spanking new. This was literally uploaded yesterday. Is that what it was? Okay, I that, was really worried. That's the only reason, that, I swear. Okay. That's the only reason. All right, so here we go. This this next song, One View. Good luck. Well, the south side of Chicago is the So that artist that has one view on YouTube uh, is Wild West's Music Room. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, do you know it, Mary, or do you need, you need some help there? Um, let's see. I'm going to guess the title is Bad, Bad Leroy Brown. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, would have no, okay, I would have no idea who's saying it. Same. No clue. You know what? I'll just stick with a half point there. That 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 you want okay. you want to tag in, Mahoney? No, no. Yeah, I mean, no. I know it, but it's like I think there. My... How do you know it? Because again, I know these things. That, what? <laughs> what? That is that is two and a half, Mary. Uh, Jim Croce is what you were looking for. Croce. Jim Cro- Croce. Croce? Jim Cro- oh my god. Croce. You're right. Croce. Croce. Yes. That's what I was like gonna, I should have just guessed. Jim Croce. 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 Okay, Peter. That's that's how we say it. That's how I know it. That's how I grew up. <laughs> Here we go it's on to number four. You got, you got two and a half, and you can get a victory if you get a full point on this one, and then all you need is a half point after that. Here we go. Okay. Embodiment of an wow. aneurysm. I am shocked. That has 263,000 views. Because As it's it a should. train wreck. It's so bad. Wow. That okay. Is, that is a, I really like uh, how avant-garde that is. Dave. Oh, it's just like, mm. oof. All three musicians were playing a different song, I swear. <laughs> okay. Mary, do you know it? Uh, Sweet Child of Mine, Whoa. Guns N' Roses. Yeah, that's Dude. amazing. Knocking it out of the park, yeah. I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, yeah, just that made my skin crawl. Okay, so you I still like have it. both lifelines, so and all you need is... You're so, just, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> all you need is a half point on this one. Uh, this last one, 239 views for the win. Here we go. Did they get you to train? clarinet in the background or like a, uh, like a saxophone? Sax. Yeah, what was that? Sax, that was kind of vibey. Like, yeah. I, I didn't hate that, That actually. was pretty good, but Two, the singing. Huh? 239 views on that one. Mary, for the win, bring it home. I uh, wish you were here, Pink Floyd. Hey, Mary? You're good. You're real good. We love when women come on another show and just kick butt. And you kick some butt today. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yeah. 
Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Hey, do you guys like chips? What's your favorite chip? My favorite chips are Doritos, uh, pork rinds with hot sauce. I just got to know what you guys like to eat. Please do tell. Share. Please tell me. Bye. Message deleted. Uh, yeah, we like chips. Dave, you're not really a chip guy, though. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're a goldfish, that, dude, huh? I love goldfish. You still on your Triscuit cake? Yeah, yeah, the Triscuits. Nah, the Triscuits I've kind of chilled out Falling on off. Bit, yeah. Uh, but the, the goldfish, very much so. Like, you go I, Flavor Blast or just regular No, nah, Flavor Blast is too much. Too messy. Too, yeah, you, get, you can't get those to kids. No, the, yeah, you can. No, nah, man, you the gotta, powder, like even when my Dave's kids got eat white Cheetos. couches. Yeah, well, like, what is my wife doing getting a white couch? We got four little kids. They're just a Cheeto white fingers. Couch. They have Cheetos on everything. <laughs> but the uh, the regular goldfish, man, like I, I get the big carton. I just got one last night. Do you ever just drink Ooh. it? You ever Sometimes. drink it? You ever yeah, open, up, open up the hole? Like when, it, when I get down to the bottom, I'm just like... That <laughs> yeah, we're just garbage. Such a fat ass. What's your uh, your chip of choice, Mahoney? Uh, outside of goldfish, and while you're thinking about it, Mahoney, the, the regular schmegular Pringles are That's just exactly what so I was going to say for you too. What? I go, I go the basic another chips? good drinking chip. I go Pringles original, and the, they sell it at Costco. They have a uh, original sour cream and onion and cheddar cheese combo pack. Ooh. And then I like to combine the original and the sour cream. So one sour cream to one original. You make original, a Pringle I, sandwich? And I make a I make my own flavor. Mm. So it's a little combination of two. So it's salty and sour. Are you going to give me a hard time for being just so basic? <laughs> just a, just the, the most normal of white guy you've ever met? all of the chips, there is an entire aisle of flavors. <laughs> you get to choose anything you want. Like from fried pickles to, I mean, goodness, the, you get to choose any flavor you want. You could even probably get, like this lady said, a pork rind flavored chip. Like there's everything. You guys are like regular, no flavor. There's a reason why it's the original because (laughs) it's the best. Like you can sit here and have all these offshoots of it, but the OG Pringle is is if you're binging, if you're going to get through the whole sleeve, they're the best. I had two bags of handicap hot fries over the weekend. Now you're talking about Do those count as chips? I was just getting ready to ask the same question because Flamin' Hot Cheetos is my choice. Is is that a chip? I feel like if sure. it's unhealthy yeah. and we can eat it with our hands, <laughs> then, yeah. then it's if it comes in a if it comes in a, bag, a chip. Yeah, if it comes in a small bag with a whole bunch of other chips, then yeah, it's a chip. New chip alert, by the way. Have you guys seen the Cheetos Mexican street corn flavor? I'm a pass. Oh, no, so but, good. I love a latte, but like, I'm a pass on that. I got some like Mexican street corn flavored hummus, and it what? is awesome. Yeah, man, that's dope. Okay, yeah, that's it's different because that's a dip. Yeah. But I don't want a chip. Well, and then for for Mahoney, Doritos just dropped a Cool Ranch slash pickle like. Nope. Okay, Ooh, no. I love it. I'm, I'm not messing with pickle. Have you ever had a pickle chip before? Yeah, pickle chips are awesome. Pickle chips are bomb. So are the uh, oh gosh, what's the other pepperoncini? Man, pickle anything, like even just like deep fried pickles. My wife was giving me a hard time because I was doing an Instacart order last night and I got goldfish and whole dill pickles. My mouth was watering. That's it? No, but those were the first two things that I got because I was looking forward to them. You should do this. Take it up to the jail level where this is what you'll do with your pickle, okay? <laughs> We're going full prison here, like just get a bag of wine, like, hey, give me, give me the Dasani, but take it out of the box. You cut your pickles up. <laughs> I'm drooling thinking about this. You cut your pickles up. 
And then I don't know if you're a flaming hot Cheeto guy or not, but pretend you are. Okay. And then you crunch up your Cheetos or your flaming hot Cheetos, and then put the pickles in a bag and shake it up, and then they're Ooh. coated. The pickles are coated. Yeah. Probably honestly do it with your uh, your goldfish too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then they're just like little coated. Oh my god. So you got sour, savory, and sour. Mm. Nice little combination. Mm. That is nice. That is trashy but nice. So anytime you call us and ask us about food, just know we're going to pontificate <laughs> for at least five minutes. Yeah, don't ask these questions if you don't want them answered. Please leave a message after the tone. My dad thinks Weezer is really corny, but I think Weezer is a pretty okay band. Message deleted. Pretty okay. That's exactly the perfect way to describe <laughs> Weezer. I've liked Weezer for, for 20 I like plus Rivers years. Cuomo, you yeah, know. He's, but, he's, a, he's a great dude. Yeah, but they're a pretty okay band. Still, yeah, still making pretty okay music. Yeah, I will yeah. say there's a lot of bands that stop making like okay music later on. I mean, but Weezer at this point is you know been, been making music for 25 years. Yeah, they have been consistently a C plus. There's there, with the occasional B. Yeah, kind of like us on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah sort of. Yeah. yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. Uh, first of all, I love your show. So I heard you talking about the snakes. So where I'm from, we eat the snakes. And actually, they they do taste like chicken. You just have to know how to cook them. And it's really, really, and they are really delicious. Trust me, you're going to love them if you keep them a shot. Message See, I'm not anti-eating a snake. Like, I, snake. I, I feel like it would, I mean, I've eaten alligator before. Listen, I grew up in a place where there was an alligator shack, like where we would go down to this shack and get frog legs. Well, Ronnie and I have eaten gator together. And yeah, gator. We, we ate the hell out of some gator. Yeah, so Delicious. I'm not I'm not anti-eating a reptile. <laughs> like if I'm going to eat a snake, sure. But I just, like he said, I need to know how to cook it to where yeah, I feel you, like I, you could overcook it to where it would get too chewy and you'd you never yeah. be able to swallow what it. What do you pair it with? What do you, do you, do you, f- I bet you put some, I, I would put some Cajun seasoning on that, like black yeah. in it. Yeah. Tie it in a knot, throw it in a, fl- throw it in a fryer and uh, bread it. Yeah. yeah. Make it like a little, little, Listen, little deep fried And then pair uh, it with a, with a nice Sauvignon Blanc. One thing about <laughs> me as a white woman from the South, you deep fry anything and I'm going to She's in. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So we got a call yesterday from a lady named Christine who said she's 64 years old and she was talking about the perils of dating at her age. And Mahoney, you actually had a really interesting point to her. You said um, that you have friends that are in their 20s and their 30s mm-hmm. and their 40s yep. and their 50s that are also dating, and it's a mess for everybody. It really is. And th- we are in a whole new world of dating. I don't know if it's sucked like this forever, but it just seemed like when our parents were, you know, Younger, it wasn't nearly this hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that's the case or if that's just the perception, perception because we yeah, always we weren't there. Yeah, just just complaining Rose about what we're having to deal with type of thing. But she she d- described dating at sixty four years old as walking down the discount aisle at the grocery store with all of the dented cans. And you know, she was just talking about how there's a lot of guys out there that you know uh, maybe are looking for somebody, but they made a lot of mistakes along the way or whatever. Uh-huh. And she just said that she's just looking for somebody and really hopes that that she can find someone, even though she's you know uh, sixty four years old. And as she put it, looking for her last yeah, love. got a lot of love to give still. Yeah, but also she was a little, she was making it a little bit more difficult on herself. I think. I think you're probably right, but a lot of people have that tendency to do that. Sure, um, but you know what? There's nothing wrong with. Should do we call it picky? She's definitely hey, knowing your worth. Very specific about what you wanted. <laughs> the reason why I bring it up is because ABC has announced that they're going to be doing something that they've never done before. What's that? They're going to be doing a season of The Bachelor, but it's called The Golden Bachelor. And it is a 71-year-old man that is The Bachelor. And 
He's going to be dating 20-year-olds. And no. <laughs> no. So real life. No, so they're, they're, they're going to be looking for somebody, like a, a match for they're him on the show. There will 100% be someone in their 30s. There's, there, you Probably. can't tell them. I think yeah. they're Probably. going mostly senior citizens for this one, though. So, and I'm looking at this dude. He does not look 71. Let me see this handsome fella. So that guy is 71 years old, and he is a good-looking guy. Uh, he's He's... A widower. He is fine. Yeah, he, he so he's a widower, so his wife passed away. He's also oh. grandfather from Indiana. Dang, what a freaking bummer. Well, look, I mean, that's Can part of tell life. tell me that detail. I just want to think that he's been hot and single for like 71 years. He's got like four girls. He's that, a single dad. So listen, listen. So I mean, listen his kids are like 40. He had his kid, love his and he kid. lost her. So he's described oh, no as a retired restaurateur who no. lives in his dream house on a beautiful lake in Indiana. He hosts barbecues and plays pickleball. He loves cheering on his favorite Chicago sports. Teams. He likes going four wheeling, spending time with family and friends at restaurants and local haunts. Uh, but this uh, this new one is going to premiere in the fall on ABC. But it's the first time ever that they brought no. on. You couldn't. You can't have like a dude who's seventy one who's like never been married. No. Okay. As the or golden bachelor, that, like he has the story of you know his ex wife. Uh, yeah, cheated like, on him, and then now he's all sad and glum. Yeah, he was a player or something, but man, now this is just gonna pull at our heartstrings. Oh like, my god, he's a widower. Oh. He lost the love of his life, and literally no one will compare. Yeah, my him. wife, or maybe she was just kind of meh, and he's gonna find the love of his life. Yeah. Yeah. How do well, say that? Like what? He was just like super pumped. She's dead. Wait, yeah, does, does maybe not like super pumped, but like maybe not like Actual devastated. Pump? Does your wife not tell you, Dave? <laughs> like, does she ever say to you, like, you know, you need to take better care? yourself because I don't want to be a widower? <gasps> uh, well, no. Um, I think she's looking forward to me dying. Actually. No, good <laughs> My wife says horrible. that to me all the time. She's like, I, she's like, my grandma's 99. My great-grandmother lived to be 101. I'm going to live a long time. Yeah. And like, I don't want to be alone for like 40 years. And I'm I, like, well, just marry somebody else. Yeah. No, guys, this is so sad. I mean, this hot, hunky, hunky 71-year-old is about to go on here and preach this story of like, yes, I am a widower. I lost the love of my life, and now I'm looking for new love in a 31-year-old. He's going to bang all of all. Life, life goes on. Like, I mean, it's terribly sad if you lose the I love of your life. life. No. Wait, hold up. No. Hold on a second. You believe that there's one person out there that's your soulmate? I haunt my boyfriend oh, if he God. starts kissing on other girls. He's smoochy, smoochy, smoochy. I'm going to start turning on all, all of the lights when what? they're doing it. If, if I die, <laughs> I hope my wife meets somebody new at the funeral. Like, just, that doesn't Are matter. Are you kidding? No, I'm not you kidding. You wouldn't haunt your wife? To what? Sit around and just cry for the rest of her existence? No, but no. just, like, make sure she remembers. She remembers. She'll nah, remember man, me. I'm, we have I'm four haunting. kids together. Like, yes, you remember me. Like, no. my, my little face is running all over the place. No, I'll be hiding that girl's toothbrush, make sure her breath is stank. What? What is wrong with you, man? Like, I'll me- break all the toilets so giant turds are just floating around. Why house? would you do that? You're, yeah, man. Jeez, like, let the man live. <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> but if, you, uh, if you're interested, uh, the 71-year-old is going to be the Golden Bachelor. When's again, the debut? Uh, it's going to premiere this fall, which is okay. just not that far away. I'm curious to see what the ladies look like. This is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Mahoney, uh, tried the uh, McDonald's uh, double or the quarter pounder with cheese jalapeno burger. Pretty good, man. Pretty good. If you like jalapenos, man. I figured you probably were on it and uh, I'd like to get your uh, rate for it, sir. Thank you. 
Message deleted. I have. Oh, this man has a burger and he's like, you know what? I got to phone Mahoney and get his rating. 833 Yo Dummy. Let me call right now and ask this man about the. I like what, was pickled, it jalapeno burger. Yeah, I like pickled jalapenos, but honestly, I prefer them more on just like straight up nachos than burgers. You I like the pickled soggy ones? Dude, like at the mm. baseball game? Mm. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. no, I because they have the different flavor to me than just like the fresh jalapenos. Personally, I see. I like them. I like them all. Like them. I, I like. I like all soft. jalapenos, just not on burgers, tacos, Mexican food. Like, why mess with perfection when you've already perfected the double quarter pounder with cheese? Well, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier with the chips. You know, it's like you already got Pringles, which are delicious chips. But if you want to start doing some offshoots, you know, I feel like McDonald's is one of the. They are the industry standard when it comes to fast food. You don't have to be as creative because you're McDonald's. You know what? I did something, and I don't know if this is like fast food incest, and I'm, I'm going to get arrested for doing this. Uh, I had some McDonald's at the house because the wife stopped and got some food. Mm-hmm. Kids really like McDonald's. I'm like, always down for a Big Mac. Sure. Sure. She got some chicken nuggets. But guess what I had in the fridge? Did you have sauce from somewhere else? You had Chick-fil-A sauce. Chick-fil-A sauce in the fridge. Yeah, you did, boy. And (laughs) I don't like this. Oh, it is. Yeah, Cross the Streams, man. Fantastic, Did you never watch Ghostbusters? Yeah, Cross the Streams. Ooh, it was good, good, good to the point where... Because McDonald's nuggets, I know that this is an unpopular opinion. Not my favorite. They're mine. Uh, Wendy's have the best nuggets, in my opinion. Uh, The the Chick-fil-A sauce, game changer. Absolute game changer. I, the only ninety nine percent of the reason I get chicken McNuggets is the sweet and sour sauce. Cover you could cover me in sweet and sour sauce. I'd be happy. I don't stray too far from fast foods. Like I don't. I don't really eat McDonald's anymore. And if I do, it's only for the French fries. Everything else is just absolute mid or subpar. No nuggets. Ab- nope, not anymore. Not, not since I got Mac. on the Chick fil A train, man. Huh. Y'all started this for me. Uh, I can't undo it. It's Chick fil A and Taco Bell. Those are the only two places that I will go. And that like. Period. They both hit. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, y'all. I got an idea for a contest. Take, um, take, stop like her. Stop her. Absolutely what? not. What? That is the most, that's the worst fake Southern accent I have ever heard in my in my life. That's not a fake Southern okay. accent. That's as, as legitimate as it gets. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Let me listen to it. Hey, y'all. I got an idea for a contest. Um, I like doing karaoke. And I was wondering, you guys could do like a karaoke contest because I think I would just win because I'm a, I'm a good singer. And I just wonder if you all like to do karaoke. You guys all hang on, hang on at karaoke bars. And if so, which bars? So I'm going to check it out. Bye. She sounds That's like Brad Pitt in Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> oh, God, Brad Pitt does the worst accents. Uh, no, I'm None not, of us karaoke. I'm not a karaoke guy. Nah, I just, I, oh, I just maybe. If you see crawl. us karaoke, know that we are so drunk that we are blacked out. Yeah, send me home in an Uber immediately. Yep. My number one karaoke song is Creed. Sorry. Which, I'm going to get up there and sing Creed. Which Creed song? Uh, the higher one, whatever one's. The, it's called Higher. Yeah, yeah I that's do, the only one. That I one. do two songs. Primus's Wine On His Big Brown Beaver and Right Said Fred's I'm Too Sexy. Man, yeah, I, I was with a sick. friend and he did Garth Brooks, Friend in Low Place, Friends oh, that, in Low Places. That's a, that's a crowd pleaser. Absolutely. Yeah, it's stunner. like doing Journey. I know. You know, like, know. what are you going to... Well, now it's it's uh, The Killers, Brightside. Mr. Brightside. Yeah, that's, that's the crowd banger now. Please leave a message after the tone. Do any of you find yourself bringing weird stuff home after a long night of drinking? I'm not talking about another person. I'm talking about actual stuff. Road signs, random silverware from restaurants, cups, anything good? Message. Bringing a hangover in debt. The one, the weirdest <laughs> thing we ever stole when we were drunk. We, I was like 20 years old. My friend 
had a uh, like a two story house, like but it was like a split level one where you had like a kitchen, a whole house upstairs, and a whole house downstairs. Yeah. And he lived there with a couple other like younger guys, and we would party there every week. There was construction going on in that neighborhood, and they were putting in a new uh, like fire hydrant system. And there was a fire hydrant with probably ten feet of piping attached to it. How much would you say, if you had to estimate, a fire hydrant weighs? Because I would imagine so, a lot. Like 500 pounds, right? It was. It took, uh, it took a dozen of us to carry this thing, and we struggled. Did I mean, you steal the fire hydrant with the piping attached? Well, because you can't take the pipe. I mean, you would need a like a blowtorch or something significant well because it's got to huh? be able to hold a, a huge amount of pressure. So it took us, I want to say, about 45 to 50 minutes to get this fire hydrant with this piping attached to it into the house that was about uh, 200 yards away. And it ended up becoming like a side table oh, in that nice. house. Yeah. And then the cops eventually ended up busting the uh, house for underage drinking, saw the fire hydrant, and ended up charging the homeowner with a felony. Yeah, oh. that is a felony. It's, oh. it's a government property or a city yeah. property. Yeah, and uh, it's not often that uh, fire hydrants get stolen, mm, so they yes. uh, they knew exactly what it was. So are you in a roundabout way still guilty of this crime? Uh, what is the statute of limitations on stealing a fire hydrant? I mean, I was... This is all alleged. Mm, yes. Is that the word that you'd use? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. So is there really any good way to stay cool in this type of heat? I mean, it's the dog days of summer, right? And all over the country, it's bad. I mean, you're talking record-setting temperatures. It's wild. So there's a couple people who have said the cooling towels, like Joe on Facebook said, facebook.com slash Dave Mahoney said the cooling towels work really well. And Audrey, you had a good point about how like, if you're watching, like, a cage fight in the UFC, like, the first thing they do in between rounds is they'll take, like, the giant packs of ice yeah. and rub them all over your, your chest. chest. And that that seems to work pretty well. The cooling towels do work. I haven't heard this one before. This one was posted from Ivan, and he posted a picture of himself, by the way, outside wearing his hard hat while smoking a cigarette. More of a man than I'll ever be. He said, frozen water bottles in my back pockets. He said, Ooh. I work a lot outside on steam boilers. Some of our buildings get upwards of 150 degrees inside during the summer. See, I always, I have a question about uh, people who do, you know, manual labor outside all day long. Are the long shirts cooling shirts slash also sun shirts slash protecting your skin because it's 115 degrees in some places in the country? Because it, it's always alarming to me that I don't see more men, you know, pa- men and women passed out from the heat because they're in long sleeves. Yeah. I would think that that would overheat you. And Cheryl is on the phone with us right now. Cheryl, you actually kind of do the same thing where you're putting clothes on as opposed to taking them off, right? Well, yeah, I walk my dog and I take a with me and then I also bandana and then put it on my head and wear a hat and bring extra water um because I, you know, I squirt my dog down too. I, I like the people that are bold enough just to like carry a full-on umbrella. Like they're just yeah, out there man. walking their dog and they just. I did that. I lived in El Paso, Texas, as a kid, yeah. and I took a umbrella as a six-year-old to daycare with me well, every day. Did you really? Over the, do you see me? I am the shade of of sheer. Yeah. <laughs> you are the shade of a lampshade. <laughs> yeah. uh, Cheryl, thanks for the call I mean, today. We appreciate you. You know, because we're getting to the age, Dave, and I was I was just with one of my friends uh, a week ago, and you know, this is one of my oldest friends who we grew up together. And, you know, we would spend every day in the pool in the summer. 
but we never put on sunscreen. And he actually has gotten a bunch of melanoma, had to get carved out of really? his shoulders. Really? Wow, yeah. Why would we not wear SPF? Like, I, why was it uncool? Because I think we just did what we wanted. You know, like, we, you would just, like, tell your mom I'm going out, and then you would just go to the pool and be gone for, you know, Ever. 12 hours. And be out in the sun the entire time. Like, when you are taking your kids to the pool, are you, like, slathering them down now? Is that... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just huge handfuls of it. It's all SPF 70 and just... Oh, but there's nothing worse than getting in your eyeballs and your eyeballs burning and you have that, like, milky like, vision. You know what I'm talking milky about? Milky vision. Oh. <laughs> I feel like that's a song. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So our boss was talking about just putting ice down his shorts this weekend while he was out cycling. I don't think he said shorts. He no, said he said shorts. Did he say shorts? He said shorts. No, he said shirt. He said shirt first, and then he said he went to shorts okay. because it had gotten that I hot. I can't believe. We had a talk with him before the weekend. We're like, don't go out cycling, man. We You're going to die. We can't have him die. Because no, we like him. He's our ally. Yeah. Maybe we should get him some uh, cycling. Do they make... They should make... Million dollar idea. Nobody take it. I'm going to work on the patent now. Okay. Get to work on that shirt. They should make shorts that you can put in the freezer like you do an ice pack and it freezes up and you can slide them in your like your legs. I think those are just called shorts and you can put them in the freezer. No, 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 no. Yeah. They're like ice cube shorts. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can just dip them in water and just put them in the freezer. No, 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 no. You're not hearing me. Okay. <laughs> it's, like an, it's like an ice pack. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Dan is joining us this morning. What's up, Dan? Yeah, I'm I'm a 58-year-old truck driver. I haul heavy equipment. I'm out in the heat all day long. Uh-huh. And I got I got used to years ago wearing long sleeve T-shirts. And I, I prefer it, actually, over a short sleeve in the heat. Uh, we have to wear these lime green ones for safety shirts anyways, but... I would much rather do that because your arms get exposed really bad, especially when you're driving a truck. You can get that trucker's tan through the driver's window, yeah. and uh, it just it just keeps everything in check on your arms and everything. And I I, I even do it, you know, when I'm not working. I prefer a long sleeve T-shirt over a short sleeve. See, Dan, you sound like a man's man. Uh, have you gotten to the point where like the heat doesn't really bother you that much? Actually, no. Yeah, it's <laughs> I, still hot. When I was like. 10, 15 years old, we'd be out in this stuff all day long. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm 58, I hate it more every year. <laughs> there, there was a guy who yeah, I could tell I, had gotten I, so fed up with it. Uh, two days ago, I was at the grocery store, and it wasn't like a window shade like you see where somebody has like this professional little sunblock thing that they put up every time. He had just, I think, found a cardboard box on the ground and had taken it and ripped it apart and put it over his windshield yep. because he was so fed up with how hot it is right now. Well, you know, it, it kind of is a little alarming slash scary to me because when we're talking about all of this record heat and record just, you know... I- people staying indoors trying to escape the heat, you're seeing a lot of the power outages that come with that, which in turn remind me of Texas during the cold and you had all of the power outages there. You know, it's just, do we have the infrastructure to keep it Keep the ACs pumping in every home. Chris lost uh, power on- four times on Sunday alone. It's very nerve-wracking. Hey, Dan, thanks for the call today, man. We appreciate you, brother. Uh-huh. Uh, Mark joining us this morning. You also, do you wear long sleeves when you're out and about? Yes, I'm a roofing contractor. A One roofing contractor? A Holy moly. <laughs> it's yeah. so hot. Yeah, I'm used to the heat, but long sleeve shirts act as a, humid, uh, a swamp cooler once they get wet. 
Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, we were talking off air about how my grandpa were, uh, was in uh, Vietnam, the war, and one of the things that they told them to keep cool was to drink hot coffee because then you would in turn sweat. And like you said, your your you know your, your uniform regu- would become wet yeah. and then, you know- Your it body would- regulates itself. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, hearing everybody discuss about how they're always wearing these long sleeve shirts, it's just so funny because the first thing I think of, less is more. Like the less clothing I can put on my body- Any sun touching my I'll skin. Be. Yeah, like Oof. this right now. Like I'm, I'm with him, man. Like I've got, they're, uh, the, you know, I've got those. I because this is like my my dad attire. Yeah, the uh, Guy Harvey long sleeve. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they okay, got a, Cole still bro. It's got a, it's got a, it's got a big mug. It's not Salt Life. <laughs> But hey, I, like, I like the art of the big, the big, big the eye tuna and the marlins. <laughs> yeah, dork. But they work really well and they're very every, reasonably priced. Every yeah. frat boy USA in Mahoney. And then Mahoney's milling around the desert wearing a salt life shirt. <laughs> hey, Mark, thanks for the call today, man. Uh, this one from Katrina said, I have decent sized boobs, so I just take a Ziploc bag full of ice and I'll keep them in between my boobs in order to keep cool. That's one thing they don't tell you about getting the boobs when uh-huh. you purchase them is that you will never understand sweat. Until sweat, the, yeah. Oh, my gosh. They'll yeah. sweat right off. <laughs> you don't get it. But, I mean, maybe I it would yeah. be, like, opposite. Like, because I don't understand what it's like sweating, like, down there for men. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just a sticky situation. Does it get worse as the day goes on like it does for dudes with their junk? Like, where you're, like, chafing if you're just, like, walking I around mean, like, in the heat It's just complete, like, bra sweat. Yeah. I mean, if you go home in this heat... And do not shower every day. Oh, yeah. God, I can't even imagine. I was thinking about that last night. I was like, if uh, you have to shower every, everything shower. every too. day. I've, I've had to turn my water heater completely off because Your it's, water it's in the garage and it's so hot. Boiling. That, like, I want to take a somewhat cool shower and to have, like, cool water... I've got to have the water heater off and that thing turned all the way to the we right. We are so soft, y'all. We are. Oh, no. we so are. soft. We're like, how do you escape the heat? A long sleeve shirt. Can you, I mean, I, I really do feel privileged right now having this conversation, thinking about all of the homelessness. It's a lot, man. Warren, who uh, who loves his beard more than almost anyone we mm-hmm. know, said it's so hot right now, I had to shave my beard. Dude. Did his kids recognize him? I know. That's his whole thing. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. What'd you just say, Mahoney? We were talking about how you can't <laughs> have cloth seats. Don't no, put them out, man. I, why I won't have cloth seats in my car, even though it's much cooler in the summer. I feel like if I'm farting in my car all the time, it's locking it in. Like, he was saying that in the confidence of a of an unhot mic. Yeah, man. What are you doing? <laughs> You're streaming live. It doesn't matter. But oh, now we have to broadcast this. Breaking news: Mahoney farts. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Whereas I at least feel with the leather, it, it does a, a fair job. It's not as porous. Yeah, as a, as a cloth. Is that a real problem for for you, Audrey? Because I mean, you know, we wear different uh, clothing. Length clothing, and the shorter the short, the more your leg is exposed. Like, do you get burned on your seat? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, especially like in dresses and things like that. It's really the steering wheel for me. Um, I feel like every time I get in my car, my uh, my identity is wiped away just a little bit more. Your <laughs> like all my are fingerprints gone. are gone. <laughs> you oh, got to You really like. Can we just order one on Amazon for you right this this minute? Yeah, I probably could. I mean, like, for real. Josh is joining us this morning. What's up, Josh? You know, it really really isn't that hot. It's actually the curbs, gutters, and sidewalks. If we didn't 
have as many, it would not be that hot. We're not we're not complaining. It's just very. I'm complaining. What do you mean? I, it is hot. Hot is hot. I, a, I went to Alabama as a kid, and it was humid as heck down yeah. there. It'd be 100 degrees, and it'd have 100% humidity. It was terrible. Yeah. Some, people make, some people make fun of me because I'm like, oh, I really actually do prefer the dry heat over humidity. It's not even close for me. Not even close. I'll I mean, never I, live anywhere. I lived in South Carolina for 10 years. I lived in right. Houston, and right. that humidity right. is brutal, man. Same thing with Missouri, man. Yeah. Like, coming up in Missouri, all of that, like, right. I will never, ever, ever go back. My skin, I'm built for like overcast and pota- I'm a potato land person. Like, yeah. I was built, my, my belong ancestors in belonged in the overcast. Scotland. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, hey. like, bringing me to the desert was jo- not it. Josh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, Sean is joining us this morning. What's up, Sean? Hey, man. My secret is cheap carry cloth towels. So, if you have leather seats and they're getting hit by the sun, you- you've got about two years on those seats before they're dried out and turned to a rock. Yeah. You got to mm-hmm. have a car towel. Yeah. Why don't you just put the things, they make those uh, covers for your seat. Why don't you just put down the seat nah, cover? Because they're, they're ugly. They're, I want something you can throw in the back. Long. Yeah, exactly. This is not as versatile. Sean and, knows. But and, what's, and a towel you can throw over the steering wheel. You can throw over the dash to keep the heat off of that, too, so your hands don't get burned. What are, what are our tent laws covers. here? I haven't looked into tent laws. Well, you want to put a whole, like, revival tent over your car when you park somewhere? Tent. Wait. Tint? T-I-N-T. Oh, tint. Oh, tint. tint. I was thinking what you were thinking, Yeah, you Dave. can't say the word tint. You say I tint. I just said tent. Tent and See, tint saying tint. is different. No, I'm, I'm saying it's the same no, thing that same. I'm saying. It's say like say the word tent. pen. Say the word. Tent. You're saying tent. T-I-N. No, t- tint. T- tint. Tint. That's how it's pronounced. Tint. Tint. Josh. His name is Sean. Sean. (laughs) (laughs) You can't say that either, man. (laughs) You said it so confidently. uh, What they call limo dark in the backside of your car. That's like almost pure black. Yeah, just murder that thing See, out. I want the windshield stuff. Yeah. You want you want to tint your windshield? I do, yeah, I do. Are well, you the president? Yes. <laughs> uh-uh. He ain't driving. Sean, thanks for the call, man. <laughs> the president ain't driving. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Why is it that you can't drive a moped and look serious? Because you're on a moped? <laughs> you're, yes, man. So you, you, There's two reasons you're on a moped, Dave. You're delivering food, mm-hmm. or you got DUI in certain states. In certain states, you can drive a moped if you've gotten a DUI. There was a guy that I'm almost certain had gotten a DUI, which is why he was on the moped, but he was also, in college, a food delivery guy. He would deliver us our subs from Beezer's, and they were fantastic. I love a sub sandwich, He man. looked like Carrot Top. There is something sure it wasn't about, Carrot Top? Yeah, it might have been, been Carrot Top. Sub sandwiches are better from uh, people who've gotten DUIs. Dude, a sub sandwich <laughs> is underappreciated. It is. I think uh, for that, real. I mean, like, you find a good sub sandwich I place. I love a sub. I really do. I, I was craving a sub yesterday, and I, I had my, my choice of, like, three sub places, one being Subway. And it's so funny because I used to just jam on Subway and Quiznos. Uh-huh. And every time somebody looked like they probably were making it that was either high as kite. Mm-hmm. And they were immaculate. That means Every sandwich, sandwich made by somebody love. who was high. That's, made with love. If they are high, that is when they are a true sandwich or heat. Or artiste. someone that looked like they had like a uh, like a like a bracelet on their ankle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're trapped there. So yeah, you make a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> L- let me ask you this, Audrey. What do you think about a pizza sub? Are yeah. you for well, or I mean, against? Is that, I, I'm pro, but I'm more I'm more meatball gal. Okay. All right. So this uh, this young man, 30 years old, Brian Dean Leah. 
Uh, he was driving a black moped at 9.50 a.m. on Wednesday Good when work. a police officer noticed didn't have a license plate. Uh, so they decided they're going to stop him. register mopeds? And, well, yeah, yeah, uh, if you're driving it on the street. And so he decided he was going to take off and cross over the center divider Hold on the on. moped. You cannot run from the cops while on a moped. That's right, Mahoney. You cannot. He promptly crashed. <laughs> <laughs> and as the cops were pulling up, he's over there like, ring, 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 trying to get it to start again. It wasn't. And so he got arrested. Turns out he has a long history of driving offenses, including an arrest earlier this year when he was caught driving an unlicensed moped. That's just kind of his thing. And uh, they had a mugshot of this kid, and he had the face tattoos, but not like the cool ones. Uh-huh. It looked like they'd maybe done in a jail cell or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. He he looked pretty unpleased. Well, wait, you can get a tattoo gun pretty cheap on like Amazon now. So maybe mm. they were just like kitchen it up. Yeah. You know, like sitting in the kitchen, having a couple, I don't know, natty lights, uh, hanging how, out. How long do you get thrown in jail for for running from the cops on while driving an unlicensed moped? Do you what? think it's more or less than six months? It's like gotta oh. be a year if it's your way. double. Way less than I mean, six. he's already had one of these offenses yeah. under his belt. I bet he's going to be locked up for a year. You think so? Also, do you tell people if you do get arrested or end up in prison? No, I mean, you're a murderer. That you yeah. ran from I'm the murdered. cops on a I'm moped? Murdered. Yeah, I'm here for murder. <laughs> you do not tell anybody, Mahoney. moped. There is no way. Because if this? you are the moped guy, you're absolutely becoming someone's girlfriend. So Orlando police are searching for somebody that rode up on a bike and rode off on a horse. <laughs> Orlando Police Department said that a, uh, a dude rode up on his bicycle, saw a horse trailer, and stole the horse. And now they are looking for the guy who would, stole the horse. Would you call this a horse jacking? I think that's different, but... The, Don't uh, Google that. <laughs> that one that one part from that Jackass movie is going to come out. Uh, and finally, uh, but wait, there's more. And that is what was actually yelled in this story. His name is Steven. He's 35. He was pulled over in his Toyota pickup truck for not wearing a seatbelt during the traffic stop. The officer asked if there's anything like guns or drugs in the vehicle. He denied having anything of that nature. But then... They discovered some Narcan inside of the open glove box, and they thought, well, that's a little strange. Uh, so they asked for consent to search the vehicle, to which he said, yeah, sure, why not? He got out of the vehicle, and a glass pipe fell onto the pavement, so he actually had the pipe in his lap. In mm-hmm. uh, the vehicle, found another glass pipe and a folded piece of paper that had a powdery substance, tested positive for fentanyl in the vehicle. He was placed under arrest and moved to the patrol car, and that's when he said, but wait, there's more. And he said to the officer, I've got something. Up my butt. <laughs> he is just admitting to everything. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that's another, what smoking fentanyl will, will another, make you do. Another bag of uh, fent in the old keister. So, I mean, do you think he was? He knew he was going to. He was going to jail, and like this is just kind of like a, hey, come get it. Yeah, come and take it. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Can you imagine what we as people would have accomplished by now if we didn't have to sleep? Sleep is awesome, but it takes up way too much time. Message deleted. You shut your mouth because you know what? (laughs) Imagine what we would have accomplished if we all were sleeping more. There'd be less wars. (laughs) Less work. Less, yeah. I mean, global pollution. There wouldn't be as much cars on the on the road. See, like Mahoney, we can save the world by one nap at a time, Audrey. I mm. can't bro down on naps anymore with you. I'm sorry. 
I'm Don't sorry. You, Judas et tu, Brute? I'm so sorry, Mahoney. <laughs> I'm trying to become an anti-napper. There's just... It's because you don't regulate your naps. You're no. out of control. You lay down and you don't set an alarm and then you four hours later it's will wake up. freaking me out how tired I am all the time. And I feel like that's not normal. Is this, is, this, is this coming from your boyfriend? No, it's not. I bet it is. No, it's coming from why am I taking four-hour naps and still able to go to bed because at 8 p.m.? Because you don't set an alarm. That's how you keep looking young. Keep your is it? Yeah. Uh, it's my beauty sleep. Yep. Uh-huh. And we I need, need a lot of it. That's yeah. true. That's true. Mm. Yeah, no, I can't bro down on the Napa anymore. I have to, I have to unslipify myself. I don't like this. I don't <laughs> like this sorry, direction man. that you're taking your life in. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to have an intervention. <laughs> I'm trying. Hey, yo, we're wondering uh, what happened to Guitar Hero. The reason Guitar Hero ain't around anymore is because NeverSoft went out of business. The company that made Tony Hawk Pro Skater. And Guitar Hero, they got bought out. Message deleted. Yeah, but you'd think that if somebody bought them out, they'd be like, hey, this is an asset because everyone knows Guitar Hero. And you're talking about two of the biggest games of all time in Tony Hawk Pro Skater and... Absolutely. Guitar Hero. I mean, even thinking about it from the Apple world, right, where you have things that people, controllers, that is that are only made for this game specifically. Yeah. And you could capitalize on the fact that, oh, here you want to play this game still? You need this new guitar mm-hmm. or this new drum set or whatever. Like, I just felt like that was just printing money, but I guess not. I, I miss that game. Mahoney's over here deep diving. I can see on his computer. He's he's on the Wikipedia page yeah, there has Guitar a, there, Hero. We haven't seen a release <laughs> of Guitar Hero, which Guitar Hero Live was the last one in 2015. 15? Oh, I would have thought way earlier than that. No, that was the last one, not the first. The first one, it came out in 2005. Yeah, so 10 years. Had a good run. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, you guys don't have a bad show. It just feels like a generic show that belongs on some alt-rock station, but that's just my opinion. My opinion doesn't really matter. Also, I'm not completely convinced that Dave and Mahoney are even different people because they sound exactly the same on the radio, but I don't know. Message deleted. Could you imagine if I was just in a room mm-hmm. with one person who was pretending to be two people? Uh, that I mean, would actually be a skill. I mean, because we could we could have double the salary. Was it Tom, Tom Likas used to do that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. No, to, no. Who was the other guy? Not Tom Likas. I thought Likas did all of his, all of his voices. There's there's one guy that was based out of L.A. that used to do a whole radio show, and he would. Just pretend to be like four or five different people and have conversations with. What himself. is this like an Eddie Murphy movie? It was pretty stupid. <laughs> it, was before, it was before cameras. Yeah, Dave and I got into radio. Luckily, right as like doing the impressions was going out because I can't do Thank any God. voices Thank or any God. impressions of anyone other than generic white guy. I remember I got, I got that covered. Mm-hmm. My first interview for uh, radio, I was still in college, and the guy goes, "Can you do impressions?" And I was oh. like. No, Audrey <laughs> Actually, I is can't. the absolute worst at impressions. I can't even do accents. Try yeah. to do a Scottish accent. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. So there is a new travel trend that is going on. And Mahoney, I'm curious if you're interested. I mean, you do like to wear a lot of pineapple shirts when you're on your cruises, and we sea-based all sea-based cruises. We yes, your sea-based vacations. We all know what that means. That means that you. Are a swinger, right? No, Dave, I'm not swinging on a Disney cruise. Can oh, you're you not. Imagine okay. me and Goofy like, putting nah, in man. that interest, like in anyone. Like I feel like that would be the laziest swinging ever. 
<laughs> like, I'm just going to swing, but I'm just going to lay here. And if anyone wants to walk over, then fine. If not, fine. <laughs> Tired, man. I got, the, I got that kind of energy. So the new travel trend that people are talking about, and it has to do with cruising. And I mean, I've been on cruises before. I enjoy a, a good cruise. Sometimes, yeah. you know, there's some that are better than others. But you're right. Like, if it's a cruise ship that has, for me, a casino, I enjoy that. Uh-huh. But good restaurants, you know, activities for the kids, things like that. That all seems like a good time. Um, but there's the new trend is uh, nude cruises. And I mean, there's some things which in concept, you're like, okay, wouldn't it be cool if you could go on a cruise and a whole bunch of bands that you really like are on there. And I've had some friends that have done like the rock and roll cruises. And but there's also some really sad rock and roll cruises too. I've, I've had my a buddy of mine that lives in uh, in New York City has done like the death metal cruise yeah. down to the Virgin Islands. And he's yeah. like... Yeah, I mean, he's he's into that sort of thing, right? But, but not on a cruise ship. Yeah, he's like, after like three days, you're like, okay, it's just like, everyone's real annoying. And yeah. it's just, it's so loud. You don't like death metal unless you're creating the atmosphere of death metal for yourself. You don't want death metal morning, noon, and night on a boat where you can't escape also, for seven days. Yeah, you can't no way. be wearing a, a lay in a Tommy Bahama shirt while listening to death metal. I mean, you certainly care. can, but it's odd. It's weird. Uh, but nude cruises, like Mahoney, as, the, as the, uh, the leading expert when it comes to cruising on the on the show, what do you think? I'm going to pass, Dave, just because yeah. I, uh, you know, you, there, there's some places where I think being nude is okay, like uh, the shower. <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good on keeping my clothes on. Mm-hmm. It's just... You, I can't imagine the type of person that this would attract. Like, I, I just feel bad for the people who saw, like, a really good deal. They, they booked this cruise. And the next thing you know, there's old shrinkled wieners all over the place. Uh, that's, that's, the, that's the only type of nudity that you are going to see on this sort of thing. If you want to see hot, young, nude, the only place to go really is, like, Burning Man. Well, I mean, like, for the women, do you at least wear something a little bit down there? Like, is it just topless nude? I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's all out. I mean, if, if the dudes are going to have it all hanging out, right, it's more offensive for the guys to be just dingling and dangling all over the place. I don't know. I feel like a wiener and boobs to me. Those are the same? And then the front and then the back. I don't know. Okay. Does that make sense? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't want to be on a car. There's already enough diarrhea on a carnival cruise. We need some clothes to, to keep everything corralled. Like all sorts of just slimes. That was the first thing I thought. Like, okay, so it's a nude cruise, but is it going to be like contained where it's like, okay, Tuesday at the pool from three to five, everyone can be naked, but otherwise, like, don't show up to the dining room with your, like, set dining time and your forced table mates and have your boobies out. I mean, or just like create underwear that there's just like a hole in the front for the men. <laughs> like, like where the, the, your little piece is sticking out. I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like, Moni, you're right. We nope. need to put some corkage on some of the, 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 the juice, the, whatever, the things. We definitely need to bottle up the juices from this nude cruise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not great. Not Hard great. pass. Or soft pass. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>